0: The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back here on Sports Talk, Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak getting ready to get into talking NFL playoffs with Cody Tapp, host of Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Kansas City. How's it going, Cody? Not too bad. How are you guys?
1: Doing good. I'm happy it's playoff time, so we can start yeah. there for the very least, right? Yeah, yeah. So,
2: uh, you know, obviously the Chiefs are in a situation that the Chiefs always seem to be in, which is a favorite in a playoff matchup. But this is a team that was really rebuilt last year in, in terms of a lot of the pieces that you would typically associate with this Chiefs team. How how has that gone? Like, Is this the same kind of dominant Chiefs group that we have been accustomed to seeing over the last few years?
1: No, it, it's. I mean, it's not the same group. So I, I'll be honest. I mean, going into the season, I was willing to give them like a little bit of a right a playoff pass. Not getting into the playoffs, but the pass of hey, I don't expect you to necessarily win a Super Bowl. Maybe this is the half step back to take three steps forward. Especially once they trade Tyree Kill, but right. they're fourteen and three. They were the number one seed. They're super young on defense. One of the youngest defenses. The youngest defense in the playoffs. One of the youngest in the NFL. So I don't know how that's going to hold up to the postseason. But they let you know they let go or traded Tyree Kill and did not skip a beat. So I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, you know, we'll let the offense take a break. No, they're the number one offense in the NFL, and they have been all year. So to begin the year, I maybe didn't think of them the same. But now they look different, but I expect them to do the same things, win the Super
0: Bowl. When you look at what Patrick Mahomes has done, it's seemingly, every year he seems to – Uh, You know, amaze everyone And it seems to set the standard Of what quarterbacking is now In the NFL Just how have you seen uh, His growth even with this offense Uh, Not having a guy Even like Tyreek Hill Him him just making the weapons around him Even that much better
1: So teams had made the decision last year To do the two high safety things The whole conversation here in the city They're going to take away the deep ball And he'll get impatient And it was true I mean, Cincinnati practically mocked the Chiefs after their loss last year on the AFC Championship game. Like, oh, we knew he'd get bored. That's the biggest improvement he's made. He is number one in the NFL in efficiency against uh, blitzers of four or less. He's number one in the NFL in efficiency against two high safety. So, to me, the biggest difference he's made is they took away the deep ball. They took away the 70-yard, 80-yard touchdown shot, and it hasn't mattered. They are the number one NFL offense at getting 20-plus yard plays. They get plays that just looks different, if that makes sense. Everything is yak yardage. Every pass starts at 12 yards and goes 25. But his ability to adjust to the short game has been the biggest thing I've seen him adjust to in years.
2: Yeah, I think that's what has always stood out to me about, especially the Patrick Mahomes Chiefs of the last few years, is you do have a guy who can bomb it downfield at any point. Um, but you also have an offense that loves to to run all these unique sets and like shovel passes, and yeah. um, and that's why you know as as someone who grew up watching the Giants and someone who was very excited when they drafted Kadarius Tony in the first round, uh, I <laughs> thought it was like man, the rich get richer with that trade because he just seems like the perfect piece to put on that offense that likes to do all these kind of finicky things. He's the closest thing I've seen mm-hmm. to Alvin Kamara coming into the NFL, and he's not even a running back. Um, in a long time, and so you know how has he been? I know he was injured early on, and he's—I think he just kind of had a permanent injury when he was on the Giants. But uh, how how has he been since he got there? Because I feel like he's a piece that you like with all these weapons you have to account for on the Chiefs. He's just impossible. I
1: know no one, in, yeah, I, I know no one in New Orleans would know, but I'll admit something anyway to your audience. Okay, I hated the trade. <laughs> oh God, I was like, no, come on, him. They don't even want him on the Giants, uh, and then he showed up, and I'm like, okay,
2: nah, <laughs> that's it. why yeah. you're
1: that's why you're NFL GMs, and I'm not. Uh, I you quickly realized he is their most athletic player. Brett Feech is known to have said, has it reiterated that he thinks there's a chance he could be their best wide receiver? What he brings them this year is what they missed because McCall Hardman was out. Mm. Athleticism, speed. That, that's the rich-get-richer part because they do everything else well. Travis Kelsey handles the middle. Juju Smith-Schuster handles the possession stuff. If they just want straight line, deep speed, they get MDS. Tony fills in the gap. I, I wasn't expecting this year. I thought they were making that trade, hoping it might fill a gap next year when wide receivers were too expensive, but he matters. I know he's been hurt, but he matters. He makes them much more dangerous. Because it's not something you can account for. Because he's a better athlete than pretty much every other wide receiver they have on the roster.
0: Obviously, everybody betting big on the Chiefs this weekend are the uh, the heaviest favorite of all the weekend games right now. Where's an area, do you think, though, that this Jacksonville Jaguars team could maybe uh, come up on and surprise the Chiefs uh, in the game tomorrow?
1: So they surprised them the last time with pulling. You know, they played them in the regular season, and they pulled some stunts on – Special teams and stuff like that. But if they're going to get Kansas City, it's going to have to be in the running game. Travis Etienne did not get anything going against Kansas City the last time. He's obviously been one of the better backs in the NFL this year. But, like, for most areas, to me, Jacksonville seems like Chiefs light. Hmm. They aren't as good in the passing game. They aren't as good in the pass rush game. You know, even Doug Peterson feels like the guy who came off of Andy Reach Tree. Right. Like, if they're going to get Kansas City, they're going to lose. One, ETN's going to have to go off, and I think that they're going to have to get him in the turnover department. They had Kansas City 3 nothing in turnovers in the last game and still lost by 10. And they're down by 17 with seven, you know, with seven minutes to play before Patrick Mahomes decided to throw a pass. I don't think he throws in a close game. It was a, it was a YOLO interception, right? Whatever. Don't care. So it's, <laughs> they had the decided advantage even after three turnovers and a lost onside kick. So they're going to need more turnovers. Travis Etienne's going to have to go off. Those are the things Jacksonville needs if they're going to take advantage of Kansas City.
2: Um, you know, so somebody I think Saints fans in New Orleans uh, has always has a little bit of interest in is Eric Bieniemy. You know, yeah, he's a guy who gets interviews every year, but he can never seem to get over the hump and get a job. Um, what 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 do you think is holding him back from from getting mm-hmm. those jobs? Uh, because it just feels like. You know, he kind of reminds me of the Pete Carmichael effect with Sean Payton where he's behind Andy Reid and he's not getting maybe his due for running that offense because Andy Reid is kind of the offensive wizard that everyone knows about. What do you think is holding you him
1: know, back? I, look, I, I know that people don't like hearing it or whatever, but I think the early stuff was race. I really do. Matt Nagy and Doug Peterson got jobs right away. They weren't an Andy Reid's shadow. They right. ran the same offense. They did the same things. They got the job. Now... I think what it is is what happens to other coaches, which is you're not the hot name anymore. Like Byron Leftwich got, he lost his job. I think what happened with Eric the enemy is typically in the NFL is you got like a two, two, three year window where you're the hot name, people want you, you get a million interviews, and you usually land a job. But if you don't, then you end up getting stuck. So people, no way anybody knows this outside of this, but for two years in a row, Dave Toub was the chief special teams coordinator, a name nobody knows, he got NFL head coaching interviews. People were taking him seriously the same way they did Joe Judge, mm. but then his name cooled off and people stopped interviewing him. I think that's probably what happened with BNME now. To me, it's unfortunate. He absolutely should be head coach, but I also don't think he's going to be with the Chiefs next year. There was a serious conversation at the end of last season about, does it make sense for you to stay in Kansas City? Could you grow somewhere else? And there are 10 offensive coordinator jobs open in the NFL. I feel like he's going to find a job, even if it's not a head coaching job like an in Indy. He's going to find a job that challenges him in a different way. And it maybe I don't know, he makes some other quarterback look good and he gets the job. The way right. Kafka did with Daniel Jones. But I think he should have a job by now. I think it's kind of silly he hasn't.
0: Talking with Cody Tapp, host of Cody and Gold on 610 Sports in Kansas City. And one last thing for me, Cody, at least, is what is the vibe right now, I guess, around town? Or how do Chiefs fans feeling in general heading into these playoffs, uh, being the top seed? And uh, I guess maybe the Buffalo Bills getting a lot more attention than the Chiefs this offseason already.
1: Yeah, so I think in the off season it bothered us more. But it was also, like I thought, it was fair. Like, they had made some huge additions. Now, you should treat the Chiefs like the best team in the NFL because that's what they are. The vibe around, like, I think it's it's funny because, like, you get get kind of complacent. Yeah. We look at this game tomorrow and we're like, oh, that's a win. (laughs) We'll see in the AFC title game, whatever. I mean, they've hosted four straight AFC title games. Even if they have to go to Atlanta, they will have been in five straight AFC title games. We take the divisional round for granted. We don't, we're we like, whatever, it's fine. But I think people had changed. The so similar I did. I thought going into the year, they traded Tyreek, and they're going to have to reorganize some things. But now I feel like they should win the Super Bowl. It doesn't mean it's going to work out that way, and there are certainly big question marks with this team, but I think no more than every other team in the AFC. To me, the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bengals are three equally great teams. I just give the Chiefs the edge because Patrick Mahomes, And I think they have the coaching advantage in Andy Reid. I think Andy Reid's better than McDermott and Zach Taylor. So that's where I end up like – I know it sounds homerism, but that's where I start leaning towards the Chiefs getting there is everyone seems like they're kind of just the same amount of good. And I'll give the slight advantage to Mahomes and Andy Reid.
0: Appreciate the time. Cody Tapp, host of Cody and Gold on 610 Sports, Kansas City. Interested to see that matchup tomorrow, Uh, one of those – Spots in the NFL, Jeff, for me, definitely Arrowhead Stadium on the bucket list of places I need to be. Yeah. John Elway once asked the crowd to quiet down. (laughs) Appreciate the time, Cody. Thank you. Of course. Thanks, guys. Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak coming back with more NFL playoff breakdown after the break here on WWL. Also, Jimmy, Sean, James, we'll get to your calls, too, as well, here on WWL Sports Talk, Friday edition.